Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Game at 99thegame.com. Into the 7 o'clock hour, Sam and Greg with you on this Sunday morning. So glad you're joining us for our condensed program this morning. Of course, we've got a lot of football coming up from across the pond earlier. And then later on today, the Falcons go across the country all the way out in uh, Arizona to take on the Cardinals, see if they can get that win before they go to the bye week. And before we get into what's going on locally, good morning, Georgia! Morning! And a good morning to you folks in Loganville. In Loganville? Loganville on this Veterans Day. All the way weekend. out you going all the way out of Highway 78. Well, I might as well. You know, you're way out of Folks out Loganville. there in Loganville. Yeah, man. Hope you're having a wonderful morning. Those of you uh, met some folks here out at Blind Willie. We was listening to some blues on Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, okay. buddy. Toe-tapping, finger-popping music. Nice. Had me a good old time. Thought of you, Mr. Crenshaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if you were listening to music coming in, that was from the um, um, Benedict college marching band. They are ranked, of course, we talk about the band of the year that's coming up. I just showed yeah. you what the trophy is going to look like. It is beautiful. Yeah. It is. It, well, you just. You should, coming up, coming up December 15th. Is it, is it visible to everybody? Can they go someplace and see it? You can go on, this, on, 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 the, uh, on, on their social media page and, and okay. look at it. If you go on um, at HBCU. No, let me see. Let me no. see what's that. No, at ESPN B-O-T-Y. ESPN B-O-T-Y. Who do you, who do you, well, now hang on a second. Let me ask you a question, but tell me if you can answer this question. Because I know you're on the Hall of Fame voting committee, so maybe you shouldn't throw your two cents in. But if you could, who would you say are a couple front runners for that inaugural trophy? Oh, for the inaugural trophy, that's that's voted on now. Okay, well, I'm just saying, who, right do you, who do you think? You're speculating. I, 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 we I, I understand. My, my favorite, you got a Division One and Division Two. Benedict would be in the Division Two. They're strong contender right now in the voting. The last voting, they were number seven. Okay. So they could be there. They you know, they could end up being uh, the, the band that's there. Morehouse. Was ten there? Miles, I think Miles will be there. Miles is uh, is eight, but then you got some um, up up at Virginia State and Florida Memorial. One down in Florida, people maybe haven't seen very much in the Division Two. Now Division One, of course, you got North Carolina A and T at one, Norfolk State two, Jackson State three, Florida A and M is all the way down at nine. But hmm. I think they end up here anyway because I think the team will be here for the game the next day. So either way, Florida A and M will be be will be in town. We'll see what happens with that. But that's just the band that's coming up. Are they like the Yankees of bands when it comes to this? Like, they've been (laughs) around, they got the name, but they don't always win the chip. We're talking about the Fort FAMU band? Yep. Yeah, Yeah, you know. They're like the Yankees, right, of of, of – HBCU well, this is the band. first ever chip, but no, we know, you know that. But, but yeah, they do have the biggest name, right? They're, 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 they're the biggest brand. They're the you biggest know. brand. But what I was gonna say to you, Sam, is their football team may be here, but the opponent they expected may not. May not. Uh-oh. Yeah, that was yeah. big yesterday. Yep, yeah. North Carolina Central Falls. We we could end up with somebody like Morgan State here. Hey, I'll be would okay be, with that. Would you, would, you know, you know what? Because be Morgan State fresh. and Howard played this. I might have to go home for that. It'll be somebody, be somebody different, and uh, it'd be a history lesson. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of history with Morgan yeah. State that people are not aware of. You know. 
So we'll see what happens. Things got interesting yesterday. Absolutely. Well, shout, shout out to those Bison because they did their thing yesterday. Yeah, yep, yep. Howard not, did the deed. They, they knocked off North Carolina Central yesterday. Or he ran down some scores earlier in the college football segment. We mentioned Georgia's when we mentioned it at Tech fail uh, at Clemson. App State 42-14 over Georgia State. Georgia State has hit a, a tailspin right here. They got two more games to go, and it gets no easier. They got to go to LSU next Saturday. Uh, Georgia State, uh, Georgia Southern falls to Marshall 38-33. Kennesaw State concludes their season with a 63-3 win over Virginia Lynchburg. They only played nine games this season as they're making their transition to Conference USA. Mercer is 8-3. They beat Sanford 28-21. Valdosta State over the alma mater. And over Sark. Man, 58-28. Them folks downstate won it. They're 10-1, and, and West Georgia season ends at 6-4. Uh, West Alabama 28, shorter nine. Barry is nine and one. They beat Rhodes 36 to 12. And Reinhardt is eight and two. They beat Bluefield 70 to 27. We mentioned Benedict. Their win is over Albany State. Sorry, Dr. Maria Boynton. Uh, 47 to 10. <laughs> they lost in the SEC championship game. Why are you laughing at because Maria? Because this is one of those those this is one of those scores and stories that you would rather tell on the air step to her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be keep a safe distance. And Virginia <laughs> Union's a winner over Fayetteville State, uh, twenty one to ten. Those two winners in the Division Two will get their playoff assignments later today around six o'clock. I think this evening to get their their playoff assignments. Now speaking of playoffs, there was, there was some high school playoff games played yesterday because we don't have enough officials for the play all to play all the first round games on Friday night. So we had a number on Saturday, and I'm not going to run down all of them, but I mentioned some featuring teams from the area. Troop was a winner over Cairo, 14-10. Cedartown, 21, Holy Innocent, 7. Uh, Central Carrollton, 41, Hapeville Charter, 33. Columbia's a winner over Athens, Christ- Athens Academy, uh, 53-26. Um, Fellowship Christian over Redan, 42-14. It's LaGrange, 45, West over 6. Uh, Luella, 26, East Forsyth, 21. Uh, Newton. Falls to Camden County. Camden County comes up and gets some 29-15. North Cobb Christian falls to Fannin County. Fannin County wins that 34-33. Uh, North Murray 35, South Atlanta 12. Uh, North Oconee 52, Pace 13. Um, let me get one or two more here. Rockmark 28, Washington nothing. Uh, Spalding, I think they're still undefeated. 34-21 over Wayne County. They're the ones to uh, not yet, not yet, not yet. I'm, I'm getting there, I'm getting there, getting there. Hang on, hang on. You and Dom, man, hang on. That wasn't me, by the way. You yeah, should Star, talk about who you're talking Star, about. Stars Bill, 48 that, to nothing over Shaw. Stevenson, 62, Northwest Whitfield, 15. Uh, Stockbridge winner, 48 nothing over North Hall. Model, 21. Theral, 8. And uh, Westminster, 27. Heritage, Catoosa, 17. Uh, Union County, 24-17 winners over Eagles Landing Christian. Those are playoff games yesterday, and uh, we get ready for round two next week. And, of course, we'll be talking about them here on the High School Scoreboard Show. Now. What y'all talking about? Oh, that was Eric talking to you. Trying to get I know something. it. I know okay, it. that I wasn't me. It. I was like, what you, were you talking to? Yeah, I'm getting notes yeah, for okay. something up in here in a minute. Go yeah, ahead. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Uh, we, did, we usually do this at the first segment of our show. Yes, we do. We, we're going to do this now, our, our story. It's time for Sam and Greg's Story of the Week. Could be sports. Grapefruit League activity. Could be news. Could be entertainment. This is our first time on the VMAs. It could be, well, anything. You know what I'm saying? Sam and Greg's Story of the Week on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Sam and Greg. All right. You want me to go first? Well, I've been going first for the last few weeks. 
and so and mine's quick and I really want to do what I was going to do last week, but we forgot to do it. So, but I can't because I have to do what I have to do this week. Okay, you, you first, man. You this our story of the week is brought to you by. And uh, also by. All right. Hang on, David uh, Ashburn's listening. I want to make sure he heard that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, man, uh, you know, it, uh, I, I don't know how everybody else feels about it, but I'm very disappointed at the news that I got this week. That our professional tennis event that we have here in town is, will be going away after. I'm not going to get another one of these 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 things. I it, just it, broke it, out my second it, one. You showed me that. And I said, you know, my little note thing, uh, long skinny twenty. This is from 2019. It, it reporter's an, notebook. It was announced this week that the uh, Atlanta, the Atlanta Open will play in 2024 and then depart. Uh-huh. That the ATP is going to retire that tournament and the ownership group that owns. Uh, the Atlanta tournament and the Dallas tournament uh, tried to appeal to get them up to 500 status, and they chose Dallas for the 500 status. And so the Atlanta tournament is going away, which is disappointing. I mean, you know, this has been a fixture in our city. And, and people say, yeah, it's hot out there. Well, it's hot anywhere that time of year. And, and you, you got to get ready for the U.S. Open. Well, so you, I mean, they brought this tournament here from Indianapolis. There was problems with heat in Indianapolis. You're in the middle of the country that time of year. Yeah, it's intense. It, 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 the humidity is that. But it's still great to have professional tennis at its highest level and some great players come to play here. And so we'll get one more shot at it. We'll see who comes uh, for the final final installment of it. But Atlantic Station, one more time, 2024 Atlanta Open is going away. Just heard from David Ashburn. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't find that humorous. Like yeah. He called us chuckery copycats. Oh, really? Apparently. You know, he's, he's doing. But that's something. like it, we weren't reinventing the wheel. That's like one of those things that people have been doing for decades. Yeah. Show business. So, yes, we did steal that one, David. Hey, we mentioned you twice, buddy. Hey, that How night, about that? Yeah, on the day after, you got to be walking around smiling after what happened out there at Happy Valley. But having said that, our story of the week. Well, mine is easy. I spent the week down in Sarasota. Um, and if I start, you know what to do. <laughs> um, had to um, relocate my father. I've shared this with you guys and talked about uh, what is going on with him. He's in a facility down there. He's, he's eating. He's, hell, he's no pain, nothing like that. He's just, you know, he's up with Captain Kirk, and that's what happens from time to time when you are his age, right? He's a, he's a nine iron away from hitting triple digits. And so um, he was not, he, he just needed a little bit more care to get around. And he's still funny as can be because he'll, <laughs> he'll get out of his chair and. You know, like, one of the things he, he thoroughly enjoys is the recliner that he has, and he just lays there most of the time. We try to keep his feet elevated, and he has a walker, you know, that it, it, it's a pretty good one, as a matter of fact. You okay. Know. Got hand grips on it, like, you know, like a 10-speed bike. Okay. With brakes on yeah, it and everything. Yeah, yeah, So he'll get out of the chair to stand on it, and then he'll start to wobble. That's part of the issue at this point. Now, once he gets going, like a, like a train, locomotive, everything's cool, but that initial stand-up, he starts going back and forth. And he'll look at me and say, Hey, man, quit shaking the floor. <laughs> he does that. Because oh, he, really? he knows, it's as if he knows people are looking at him a certain way. So, again, the, the dipping in and out of reality, which is his, is his made me smile regularly. So, anyway, um, I'll just put my story of the week like this. I, as we sit here on Veterans Day weekend, Mm-hmm. Um, did what I needed to do 
from a soldier who was at D-Day to make his life that much more comfortable. How's that? Is that about it? Yeah. Without getting into too much detail? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And having said that, if you have never listened to our show during this particular weekend, that soldier's journey has been depicted in a 26, 27-minute interview that is part of a larger piece called Soldiers of Color that's in the Library of Congress. I took his interview out, condensed it to two minutes, because, you know, as they say, winners get to tell the history and whatever you want to say, however you want to put it, but there is no or very few, if I I've still yet to hear many, descriptions of journeys to two of this country's biggest military battles told by call her minority or somebody of color. This happened. Either one, yeah. The Army was not integrated during right. that time. Mm-hmm. World War II for the Pacific battles and, of course, over, over in Europe. So, and again, this is not anybody with any kind of angst. I say this, and when people ask me that, and I, and I tell them, and I say, listen, you got to remember, this is 18 years before anybody heard of Dr. King. This is a dozen years before Rosa Parks said, y'all go sit someplace else, you know? And so these are people who all, all these guys, all these men and women, excuse me, came through the Depression, and they had one objective— Get something to eat and do something, you know, special. And that word is attached to many things. Um, pull yourself out of whatever poverty you're in, but just making it through the Depression. So that was my story of the week. I, I, I made that man more comfortable, and he is getting more care. And um, I'm going to, at 8 o'clock, if you've not heard it, play his journey on this Veterans Day weekend to Normandy. Yeah. Normandy Beach. Yeah. Uh, those of you who've listened to us have heard it, but if you've not, a first-hand account of the journey to D-Day. That's coming up top of the hour. Up next, we're going to talk to Terrell Thomas. NBA season is up and running. You'll find out what Sam's favorite story so far this season is. That's up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio, 92.9thegame, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg. I know we let that breeze use a little bit longer, but... We want to get him on here because we got to talk yeah, man, about a number of things. This is Terrell Thomas, one of the few people who have walk-on music with us. Yeah, he, he does. And he earned it. Yeah, he does. He really did. On this uh, this Sunday morning, 12th day of November, uh, and before we bring him on here, and a related story before we start talking basketball, happy 35th birthday to Russell Westbrook. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, man. Okay. See, 35 and, and, and getting it done. And you like to get him in a quiet room and ask him, be honest, what you think about James Harden joining your team? Ooh. You were just getting ready to just gel <laughs> with, you know, Kawhi and 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 and, uh, and Paul George out there and and poor Ty Lue. Now he got to deal with, <laughs> with all of that. Oh my and goodness. James Harden. Yikes. Um, actually, that could be a good thought on bringing in Terrell out here this morning. Terrell, good morning, <laughs> man. How are you, sir? How's the family? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. I'm great. Every everyone is good. And the boy is around, laying down. The girl has a birthday coming up this week. So okay, now. Look at you. Family, family is doing well. Family is doing well. Great to be here this morning with you guys. Going to talk about uh, the game last night, the Hawks in, in Miami. And speaking of guys in their 30s, they missed their 34-year-old Jimmy Butler last night. We'll talk about that. But as you heard the news when it happened, because I haven't had a chance to talk to you, real quick, just your thoughts on when your former Philadelphia 76er finally landed in Los Angeles the first thought you had about joining that threesome out there? Uh, I looked at it initially. My first thought was uh, it's kind of history for the Clippers because they have now four stars who are actually from the, the Southern California area. So I thought it was good for them, but it was really just 
thank you, basketball guys, because now the Sixers can move on. That was my first thought. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's all I wanted to know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Spending time on the waitfor.com outline with Terrell Thomas this morning. And he is social. Uh, you can find him on the Twitter or the X or whatever you called it here in the last couple of weeks at Eldorado2452 at Eldorado2452. All right, we talk about the Hawks and the road trip I thought was very impressive for them. Uh, they come back and, and, they, uh, and they lose to Miami last night. But thoughts about just the week that they've had. Yeah, really impressive week. It it, it it does. I was thinking last night, like, dang, they, they follow up a, a wonderful game in Mexico where Trey has his best game of the season so far. What what a, what a bit of a stinker last night. So, yeah, slightly sad. I, I'll say that they're, they're one and two in their last three games after, uh, after it seemed like they were kind of flipping the page and going to go on a, a long-term win streak. But we have these type of roller coaster rides during the season. So, uh, as you mentioned, it was a great road trip from the extent of them being able to go over to Mexico, put on a show, give the Hawks some more great national coverage and international coverage, really. And coming home yesterday, I was just like, ah, I really thought they were going to find a way with new court, new uniforms uh, to give the give the State Farm Arena fans uh, something to celebrate on a Saturday night. But they just weren't able to get that done. Terrell Thomas joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 the game, 929thegame.com. Now, um, we, every year when we had you on, we talk about chemistry, the beginning of the season. Now, I don't, you know, you, you, I don't know if that's really something we can talk about now. I don't know if that's what you're looking for. These guys have been together for a minute, but what is it that you focus on in these early weeks of the season? Just to see, especially with Coach Snyder, how well they're picking up on his philosophy. And it's, for me, it's been more so his defensive schemes than the offensive schemes. That's pretty much what he's been preaching. Uh, we, we, we've heard so much about how, 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 how much of a basketball genius he is or, you know, how high his basketball IQ is. But he said from, the, from last season when he got the team late in the year and then after, after, uh, after training camp and such, that defense was going to be something that we see a big change in from the Hawks, especially with our stars. And DeJounte, who's kind of known for a defensive prowess already, but Trey Young. So I've been watching to see how that's kind of changed over the, over the course of these last few weeks so far. And you see it. You don't see it on an every-game basis yet, but you do see the team playing a lot of tenacious defense, to be quite honest with you. And some of those defensive possessions are turning into offensive possessions at the points. So that's been my focus right now. Because as you mentioned, for the most part, this cast with – you know, the likes of maybe like a Wesley Matthews, who's pretty new and got his first start or first appearance at the Hawk yesterday. This team has been together for a while, so the chemistry is there, but more so learning Coach Quinn Snyder and mastering that. Coach Quinn's system, excuse me, and schemes and mastering that. Watching the guys that I've been watching, I've enjoyed seeing play and really kind of blossom a little bit has been Jalen Johnson. I don't know about you, yeah. uh, but seeing him come out and show his versatility, uh, whatnot, he's being plugged into that spot to really. Uh, Think of for the departed John Collins so far this season. How how do you think he's doing? Man, I've been so so impressed with him, and I I got to give another a, a shout out to another person who covers the Hawks with us sometimes, a young lady named Jamila Johnson. Because over the last season, uh, she's been speaking to me about man, you know, when when Jalen gets a chance, he's going to be a special talent. So last year, I was kind of keeping my eye on him, but he really never got off the bench. And I, I teased her uh, when I saw you, Sam, actually at media day. And I said, oh, this is going to be a breakout season, I guess, for your boy. Because he'll get a lot more minutes. And that young man has just been – he's been seizing the opportunity. It's been great to see. And I know I've said over the years, you know, oh, I think Onyeka can be an all-star sometime. 
I don't want to put that pressure on Jalen, but the he, he's such a versatile scorer and defender that if he keeps this up and he really listens and hones in on Coach Quinn's system, he may be a, a, a budding star in the making. Very impressed with that young man. Hawks' next game is uh, Tuesday night versus Detroit. Can't get in front of a TV. You can hear the game right here. Pre, uh, pre-tip at 6.30, tip at 7, right here on Sports Radio 92.9 Game, 92.9thegame.com. All right, man, so far, so uh, what's your story of the season so far? And or a couple. It, it, you know, I, I do have a few, and without being biased, it, it, it has been the Sixers because I have kept my eye on them with all the drama that did unfold at the beginning of their season with them having a new coach and Nick Nurse. So I've been kind of keeping my eye on them and seeing exactly how things are going to form for them in the East, and, and they've looked good so far, even though it's really, really young. Also on the young OKC Thunder, we got to see a really close-up look with them, as you mentioned not too long ago, because our, our Hawks took them on. But they have a lot of talent who I also feel like is ready to bud and really like move on uh, into stardom, superstardom, or just even to some of them actually being real starters in the NBA. And they look good, look good so far. And last night, or two nights ago, it actually kind of captured me. And we, we all know LeBron James is in the twilights of his career. But just how great he's been over time and, and sharing the spotlight with other players. Because about three or four games ago uh, in Miami, the, Heat, the Lakers were taking on the Miami Heat. LeBron James passed up a pretty open shot to give Cam Reddish the opportunity to hit a game-winning shot. Cam, who we know very well here in Atlanta, he missed the shot. Lakers lost the game. About two nights ago when the Lakers were taking on the Phoenix Suns, Kevin Durant and that star power team that we see there, LeBron gave the young man the same opportunity from pretty much the same spot on the floor, and Cam hit the shot, and LeBron had so much praise for him post-game, and it just made me really reflect and think about how many guys LeBron has put into those opportunities and given them the chance to sign over his career. So it was it's the Sixers for me so far. Of course our Hawks, but the Sixers, uh, what's going on in OKC, and just that even in the, the the latter stages of his career, LeBron James still finds ways to bring out the best in the players around him. Spending time talking with Terrell Thomas, talking Hawks and talking NBA in general. Okay, your thoughts on these floors we're seeing for the in-season tournament. <laughs> do, do you like these things? We haven't. I've heard what the one that we we have is supposed to look like. I'm looking forward to seeing it, I guess. But uh, but just thoughts about these floors that we're seeing. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I, I'm not. I haven't been a fan of them so far. Some of the color schemes, actually watching them on TV, have looked a little different. And as you just mentioned, we haven't had the chance yet to actually see what our floor will look like here in Atlanta. We'll get that opportunity this upcoming Friday when the Hawks do take on the Sixers. And the Hawks actually play their first uh, in-season tournament game in the game you just mentioned a moment ago, Greg, when they head to Detroit to take on the Pistons. So I, I haven't really been a fan of them so far, but I am very much looking forward to seeing what our floor looks like. The only thing I will say that I do slightly like is that each of the floors has the trophy in the middle, and that kind of takes me back to my younger days when the NBA Finals had the trophy on the floor and such like that. But I haven't been a fan of some of these color schemes in which we've seen. It's kind of hard to watch and pay attention to what's going on out there when the guys are running up and down the Every, floor. Everybody's had opinions about this oh, floor, yeah, man. It's, all yeah. right. it's, a work, it's a work in progress. I'll tell you what, and, and I have no dog in this fight, don't care one way or the other, but if I was a fan of this team, it would give me reason to pause. Um, the two, the two stories so far for me, obviously, is Wembenyan and what's going on in San Antonio, and that's going to be a work in progress. They got three wins so far, but this guy's trying to figure out what he's going to be, and, and Pops is trying to figure out how they're going to use him most effectively. But the one, the other one is an eight and one. Excuse me, a one and eight, one and eight Memphis Grizzlies. 
Now, we know they're waiting for Ja to come back. Oh, yeah. But it says a lot about that team, that what, what they look like when he's gone. And I understand it's the beginning of the season. But this, A, this is the box office dude you're waiting to come back. But you would think that his team would show something, and maybe it'll turn around here soon. But that's what stayed with me, the fact that he's out and it's affected his team this much. Do you see these guys still continuing to struggle while he's gone? I do, I do. And I, I think that one thing that uh, some people have overlooked as well is Steven Adams isn't out there. So that defensive anchor, he's been hurt, and he'll be out for this season uh, with an injury that he suffered during preseason. So it, that has been interesting. I thought with the addition of Marcus Smart, Jaron Johnson kind of forming and becoming a, an, an all-star and an all-defensive type player that they wouldn't be one and eight, certainly. But it has it has surely showed the impact of Ja Morant. But I just also think when we thought when we think of the Memphis Grizzlies outside of Ja's All Star performance scoring the basketball, it has been a defensive prowess in which that team is collectively played with team defense. And they don't have Ja out there. Marcus Smart is still learning that system, and not having Stephen Adams, I think, in the middle has also been a, a a pivotal reason on why they have struggled so far. So I, I do think that will continue until we see Ja out there. Thoughts about uh, Denver? They're off to a good start. I mean, look like they're gonna, you know, be that in. Could they possibly sweep, you know, the, this in-season tournament and be there at the end? Because I think that's maybe the goal that makes it intriguing. Are you going to give us an in-season tournament? Let's see if one team can sweep both. Yeah, that team is continuing to be impressive, and they look like a, a well-oiled machine out there in a the mile-high city. The Joker, you know, what you can, we could talk about that guy for hours and just how talented he is. I know he recently passed LeBron James and and Jason Kidd as far as triple doubles are concerned, and and his and the span that he's been in his career, he did it in like 600 less games or something to that effect. And he's been putting on a show recently without Jamal Murray, who's been hurt with a, with a hamstring injury, and he said that he'll miss most of November. They don't expect him back until about the second week of December. And the, the engine just keeps on churning out there in, in Denver. So I, I would not be surprised if they do sweep this in-season tournament. It, it, it's been so good to see how international players have formed in the NBA, and I think the Joker right now is right at the head of that, just being such a dominant passer, scorer, rebounder, just affecting the game in multiple ways. So I, I have been. I have been very impressed with Denver, and I've also enjoyed watching them play basketball. They play great team ball, and that's something good to see. All right, that's all I got. <laughs> this is, that's all I got. We got a lot of stuff getting jammed in here, Thrill. We only had two and a half hours a day. If we'd have known that, we'd have just stayed at home and done the show. <laughs> we're professionals. We came in here. Remind you, we mentioned Tuesday night, Hawks uh, at Detroit. and getting, uh, Can't get in front of a TV. Pre-tip at 6.30, tip at 7. And then Wednesday night, Hawks versus Knicks. Pre-game, 7 o'clock, tip at 7.30. Uh, Mr. Thomas, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Say hello to the family for us, and we will be talking to you soon, buddy. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you very much. want to say quickly, happy birthday to my baby girl. She'll be 13 on, on Tuesday. Happy birthday. Thanks, gentlemen. Talk to you guys soon. He, he left too quick. He got a 13-year-old daughter in the house. Hey, we got to say a prayer for him. <laughs> good, good luck to you, but I hope she enjoys her birthday. Anyway, Sam and Greg, we got a casting call and some other business coming up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this 12th day of November. It's Sunday, kind of a weird show today. We've, uh, you know... Well, it's just a different show. Got here a little late, later. Yeah. Planned. Yeah. Leaving right. Just nine o'clock. We got football action. 
from Germany this morning. If you can't get in front of the TV, you can hear Indianapolis versus New England. 9 o'clock pregame kick at 9.30 right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And, of course, we're the opening act for a full day of football action. you got that game going on. Then you got Falcons at Arizona pregame at 2 o'clock kick at 4. And tonight, Jets in Vegas. And that's going to be right after Arizona. I mean, Arizona um, Falcons. But you say, hang on a second. Isn't Atlanta United playing today? Yeah, we got you covered oh, yeah, on now. that too, man. Atlanta United at Columbus. You can hear that game on Star 94. Game three. Yep. Uh, pre-kick at 6.30. Kick at 7 o'clock. Let's get it. So, this past week I mentioned earlier that I was down in Florida all week long. By the way, there's some just miserable people in Sarasota. I like Sarasota um, for what it is, but there's just some people down there. And I think most of it has to do with it's just oppressively hot at times down there. Okay. And, and they just, they just kind of saunter through life being, you know, with a frown on their face. And I might be, too, if I had to live down there with all that heat. Yeah, right. Probably not, though, but I'm just trying to make excuses yeah. for them. They were, uh, it, was, it was an interesting week. I was down there and, of course, tending to my father and getting him set. And, by the way, coming up top of the hour, going to play his, ver- his, his journey to Normandy Beach, D-Day. Uh, on this Veterans Weekend. And if you've not heard that before, if you listen to our show, Sam and I play this every year. If you've not, this is a firsthand account to one of America's most famous military battles. And, yeah, we got a dude here who was there, and he's still with us, passing gas with a sofa cushion. Right there you go. Right down there Uh, in Sarasota. So as I was down there all week long dealing with him, I I was completely removed from what was going on around the world, obviously in, in the sports world too. So I was getting updates. And Tracy had to literally tell me that the strike ended. I didn't know. SAG-AFTRA came to an agreement. I think it was like 86% of the vote came in and the approval and um, for membership. And they ratified this, uh, this agreement here. And, and so things are back up and running. I just have this picture of Fran Drescher at the table pounding her fists and screaming at people in that voice. You think so? <laughs> no, but wow. it's, just, it's just a nice picture, though, isn't it? Yeah, that sounds like it. That sounds um, pretty good. So, like I said, things are going to take a minute to get back up and running, but they are up and running. I got three uh, requests for auditions okay. since that happened. When I okay. got back here, yeah. not, you know, full-blown, big-budget projects, but they are coming back little by little. And so we had January Curry on from Destination right. Casting on mm-hmm. uh, last she week. She was looking for people. She was looking, and she still is, because her production and their others got the, um, the special waivers. And they could go out and, and start production. So last week is kind of similar to what she needs this week. She's reaching out to the Asian community. They need Asian males, 18 and over, to play guards and bikers. Now, I could speculate on what this movie is. I'm not going to. It doesn't matter. If you fit this, you're going to go to the um, Destination Casting Facebook page or her website. But, again, to I'm not going to give it breakdown here and, and, and just – Trying to have you remember it, I'm just going to tell you, go to DestinationCasting.com. You're going to see all the needs that she presently has. I would imagine by next week I'm going to be hearing from Patrick Ingram over at Extras Casting Atlanta, maybe get something from Heather at Casting Taylor Made. The, the projects are going to come back little by little. But um, the thing that was interesting to me is I believe it's three-year contract. Okay. Which is the same as the writers. That's very nice. Point is that along with AI and all the other stuff that we talked about, well, actually, with the streaming and the money that's being paid out for that, the main thing is the technology that's changing. And 
before you wanted a 10-year contract. Yeah, listen, we got security. We got all this yeah. stuff. We're going to be fine. No more. Just like what LeBron's doing as far as NBA. Give me a two-year contract. Let me see how you guys take care of me, put the people around me. If you don't, I'm gone. Same thing. If the technology has, and you know it's going to be. It's, since, since this thing was signed, technology has moved up a couple bumps. Yeah. But in three years, you will be able to have something tangible that you'll be able to take into the negotiations if it's affecting where the industry is at that point. So that's why I think a shorter contract was necessary and have it at the same time as the writers. So y'all will take care of us and them. <laughs> We're going on strike again. Anyway, the good news is that there's going to be jobs available, yes. which is why I'm doing this. Yes. For those of you wondering why we talk about this, if you don't listen to us on a regular basis and haven't heard a casting call, because I haven't done one in a minute, Sam and I, and in this case me, I let you know how to make some money, and especially this time of year right? because we're heading into the holidays, and we call it holiday money. Now, here's what's going to be interesting, Sam. This is sort of a sidebar. As this plays out, we are in a very unique time because this is normally the time of year when productions have tried to sort of wrap things up because everybody wants to be home in December, right? Christmas right. time. Yeah. Projects I think a little are, different this time, it, though. It, it is going to be different, and it's going to be interesting, and, and, and there's going to be some, some multiple moving parts trying to get places to film. You know, there was there was some studio. First of all, let's just say this out loud: Tyler Perry ain't got to worry about none of this. Yeah, no. <laughs> he wakes up, walks out his door, his bedroom, and boom, he's in, you know, eighteen sound stages. But there are places that had to pay the bills. They had stuff that they committed to that have come in, and I'm sure there are things in place, wording in place that if the con- if the strike ends, then you know we're going to need the studios, we're going to need the sound stages, and whatever. But all of that, all of that stuff is happening right before the holidays. So do they shoot through the holidays? Trying to get people, this is union folks being told to work Christmas, New Year. I'm just saying, Thanksgiving, it's going to be interesting to watch and see how this plays out. But as the man said, may you live in interesting times. And so the important thing is 159 counties in the state of Georgia are there sitting by their phone ready to get back to work. And they may just get a call anytime soon. Yeah. So that's that's the good news, man. So, again, January, uh, Perry, over at Destination Casting, she is the first of the casting directors to let me know she got some jobs for you guys out there. Uh, this particular week, specifically looking for Asian males to play guards and, um, and bikers, but that doesn't mean you can't submit. 18 and over, no matter what you look like, get in front of a wall, take three pictures of yourself, full body, waist up, and uh, and then a headshot, send them to them with your stats, let them know your days of availability, bing, bang, boom, you're in the database, and when something comes up that you fit, or you can resubmit, yeah, and you can submit. If I got five different casting directors here with needs, you can submit to all five of them. You can submit five times to the same one if you want. So, again, all this stuff is in play again, and that's that's just what I'm going right. to mention. So, right. there you go. What else are we going to fill in here before we get on no, out that, here? No, I mean, I think that's the fantastic thing, that things are getting back to work, and people who've been having to buy at their times and do different things can now get back to doing the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. I have um, – wait a minute. Where's it at here? i got to ask you a question. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. And, again, uh, something very special coming up top of the hour. Again, this, on this Veterans Day weekend, something that uh, we have done every Veterans Day, and that is to play something that uh, those of you most likely have not heard, and that is the, jo- the journey to Normandy Beach. First-hand account from somebody who's still alive. 
uh, person of color talking about this because this is not something that is heard. The Army was not integrated in World War II. When you see Saving Private Ryan, that opening scene, right. there ain't no folks of color. I'm not, this, this, this is nothing with a chip on the shoulder or complaining no, about. No, that's, this that's is just fact. the reality that's of fact. it all. So, again, know that when you hear this, you are hearing something unique and told from a perspective that is not, is not heard. So um, that's coming up. Also, I got something special for you. Along with that, if that wasn't enough, I have a, I have a surprise for you. Whoa! Yeah, I got a surprise coming up in the at the top of the hour here too. After after we do the the uh, the D Day thing, I have a present for you. Okay. When you say that, I'm like, mm. I ain't never giving you nothing where you got to carry your lip. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's nah, true. never. Got Joe Patrick coming on here. What do we? What, what is your overall thoughts of what's going on with Atlanta United? We have not talked that much about them. We're going to get an update. They look more like themselves this week when they played game two. They were back home. Um, Thiago Almada was back on the team. It's amazing the difference that one guy could make, but he makes a difference, and they played in the usual attacking style. When they played game one uh, up at Columbus, Atlanta United had only one shot on goal. One shot. That's unheard of for Atlanta United. They're always aggressive and attacking. That's the really the real style that they play in. That was back this week when they played at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Friend of the show, when we talk about the tennis tournament, uh, you always have somebody to drive the golden spike in to start the game. Right. Chris Eubanks. Oh, who had, really? Who had the big week up at Wimbledon on the okay. Pro Tour this year. They had him come up there and drive on the spike. So shout out to Chris for getting a chance to do that. But the crowd was great. 4-2. We had a boom Yakamakas. And, you know, when you have that, you know, when you get that, there's a great chance for, the, for them to get a win. And so hope we get to have that a couple of times tonight. You know, we'll see. There is an outdoor stadium. I don't know if it's going to be a little bit chilly up there. I'm sure we talk about how cool it is here. It's probably colder up there. But uh, the bottom line is it's win or pack it in, and that's where we're at. Sam, happy 79th birthday. Yes. To Al Michaels. Al Michaels. 79th birthday. Do you believe in miracles? (laughs) To Al Michaels. Um, Also celebrating happy 78th birthday, Neil Young. Okay. Nadia Komenich who com- did a complete makeover on herself, lived up in Duluth for a while mm-hmm. with uh, Bert, uh, Bart, Bart Conner, the gymnast. They got a kid. 62 years old today. I mean, she really had a makeover. Yeah. I mean, she, she, she for a while, yeah. had a makeover. Um, 56 years old today, Michael Moore. Talked okay. about him last week, getting beat yeah. by Joe, uh, George Foreman. George Foreman. <sighs> and from the infamous category. Infamous. Happy 53rd birthday, Tanya Hardy. Oh, wow. I know. You think that? I'll tell you another one is Sammy Sosa's 55 today. Oh, that was still, still a why for him, too. You have you have made some interesting faces these last two. Ladies and gentlemen, all seriousness, I, 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 something special to me. And um, but we play this for the veterans out there uh, an acknowledgement. And everybody has their way of doing it. This is the, the corner that we have occupied. And it's because I have firsthand description of one of the journey to one of America's most noted military battles and uh, every Veterans Day we play it for you just a two-minute version of the bigger picture and that is coming up next is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning sports radio 92.9 the game 92.9 the game.com and take us with you on the Odyssey app okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t